from reviews, Disney feature length films, short cartoons, we bought VHS tapes, every title we could, Disney is our business, business is good. Disney is a business. No, sorry, that was that was early. It was, it was bleeding from last time. <laughs> Just fades out. <laughs> it fades right back in. Hi guys. How's it going, Hi folks? In, in case you don't know, this is let's get down to business. It is a Disney podcast where we periodically review full feature length Disney animated films with shorts as well. Keep, keep going. You I don't got know if this. I that. No, I don't. It's but, your podcast. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> the people know. <laughs> if you didn't know, Kevin, Disney is our business. <laughs> it's occasionally good, but usually mediocre. Whereas when I, I saw Chris, who just did our review for Lady of the Tramp last episode. Lady of the Tramp? <laughs> Lady of the Tramp. Is she a Lady of the Night? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> uh, he was like, what did he say? He said it was a missed opportunity for Let's Get Down to Disney. Ooh. That's pretty good. Yeah. I was like... But not with Z's. Disney would, is our business. That's that's a good one, too. Dan. <laughs> Shout out to Dan. <laughs> you know who you are. Um, yeah, we had a short. Yeah. We had a movie. <laughs> yeah. So how about we uh, you know, cut through the bullshit and actually get down into it? How's that sound? We can do whatever you want, babe. Really? No. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> so tight you lead this episode i'm still hung over hung over words obviously yeah from yesterday why i'm tired but why are you hung over though because I, like- like, I i have an excuse for having uh a semi-fucked up voice kevin went to a concert last I night i did you guys if i you do like that heavy metal sitar what <laughs> it is not it's like stoner rock with occasional sitar i just find it super amusing that your favorite one of your favorite genres of music is stoner rock, and you don't even do drugs. But you know why that is? Why? Because I fucking love ambiance and mood setting. You you love the music that people make when they're on drugs. Well, no. I like, I like the type of music that people like to, uh, you know, when you're doing the fucking stereotypical mind expansion, stuff like that. The type of music you listen to when you're doing that. I, I enjoy listening to that. Your mind's not being expanded. It's not. Because, I mean... It's very small. <laughs> but to answer your question, three glasses of wine and a shot of gin or something? I don't know. I don't she's, know. A, she's a very cheap date. He I'm pretty sure like, it was gin. He, he, the person I was hanging out with last night, well, I was hanging out with other people. Yeah, yeah. But he was like, oh, anyone want to do a shot? And I was like, sure, because I never turned down a shot. Yeah. Yeah. That does not speak very well of your character. <laughs> I'm not trying to get on the Supreme Court, so. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> you're, you're trying to be Sleeping Beauty. Being as, as far ahead as we record these, I just yeah, want to. Let's not go into that. I like, just want to congratulate Brett Kavanaugh on his yeah, making the I'm, Supreme Court because it's probably going to happen. <laughs> I, don't I don't think probably is. It's going to yeah, happen. Yeah. Whatever. It's happened. Let's, let's talk about, you know, uh, other. <laughs> Other things about things that happen to sleeping women. Let's talk about some beavers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Up top, babe. Oh. <laughs> 
Our short this week is The Busy Beavers. Yeah, it's a silly symphony, you guys. We haven't had one of those in a little I bit. I know. I thought that, too. Uh, well, actually, we had a couple episodes ago, but yeah. nevertheless. This one was created in 1931, and it was about seven minutes long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the, what are the other ones? We saw Noah's. Yep, we and saw then Noah. Uh, I think Mickey does Mickey Steamroller count? No. No. Uh it might just be those couple. Yeah, Noah's and Merbabies. Yeah. I feel like there's no cuz we had uh the cat Puss in Boots. That counts, right? Is that a, I, don't no. think, I don't know if that's a silly symphony. Okay. Yeah, I think that was earlier. All right. Nevertheless. Anyway, Ooh, I jumped ahead. Anyway, so it was the beavers. Um there's some beavers and <laughs> they're very busy <laughs> and they're fat. They're fat beavers. God damn it. I felt like such a moron because like I couldn't really even glean what was going on. The quality this. was bad. Well, I it mean. It was on YouTube, so it was. Yeah, but I mean, it's 1931. So like, like, it's like with all that older shit. Like, I didn't want to knock it too bad because like the musical aspect of it was kind of funny. And like, I enjoy that. Yeah. But there just wasn't, there really wasn't a lot going on here. No. Like it's just a, it's literally a bunch of fucking beavers chilling on a river and they're trying to build a dam. So they're just chopping down shitloads of trees for various reasons. They're making mud. The the most memorable part of the entire thing, and I think you'll probably back me up on this, is when uh, one of the beavers is trying to plug holes in the dam, <laughs> yeah. and he's using these like uh, sharpened stakes that they've made from logs. Yeah. And he's just poking all these holes, and there's a really large hole. And he can't get it to stop, so he eventually just puts his ass in it because he's very large. And his tail is sticking out the other side where all the water's at and stuff is swimming around. Well, a snapping turtle comes by <laughs> and snaps onto his tail. And after that happens, he's really surprised and he just uh, like springs out and everything's leaking again. And he's trying to get this goddamn turtle off of him. And eventually he does. And then he's like, well, fuck this shit. And he just grabs the turtle and shoves him like back first, shove sho- first into the hole. But that's not enough. He, he like, and it's really quick that this happens. So I don't know if you'd notice if you weren't looking for it, but he fucking shoves a goddamn stake right nope. through. No, he didn't. What, what happened no. then? There he, was a stick through that motherfucker's belly. No, he stuck it one end into the ground. So the other end was poking him, like pushing him up against the hole. I it was like propping him up. I don't know it. about that, babe. I think he impaled that son of a bitch. I don't think so. How would you impale a turtle there? They got hard shells. Uh, beavers have like legit teeth and. He wasn't using his teeth. I don't know. I do. Think I'm just saying, murders happen a lot in Disney stuff. It, it was funny to me because we had just watched Lady and the Tramp, and there's that beaver, and then we watched this one. So I had that other beaver in mind. Yeah, he's um, much better. All the beavers. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm not 12. God damn it! Keep it together. Um, yeah, I mean, they just it's okay. g- gathered up wood. It's no more babies, you guys, but you knew that. They built some dams and a storm comes yeah, and then that was and it. wipes it out. I mean, that was, that was a pretty funny scene where there's the cloud and it unzips. Uh, it's a zipper. Yeah, yeah, it unzips and then it just deflates and all this water comes down onto the mountains and dumps water cascades through the valley. That, you know, I did think as the water was moving through the valley. That's pretty cool. You have this like first person where the water is coming at you. Mm-hmm. And I thought, wow, for 1931. Yeah, knocking down the trees and, and stuff. And I did think that. I wonder if they did that because... You know, this is such a new medium mm-hmm. to be in theaters and see that water rushing at yeah, you. How yeah. frightening that was. That would be pretty cool, even yeah. if it is animated. Yeah. So, So yeah. I mean, if you want to watch it, that's up to you. I would not personally seek it out again, well, as with most of the ones. other Silly Symphonies. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, that was the beaver business. Yeah. Now, now we get down to the the sleeping ladies. The beauty business. business? The what? The, the beauty b- business. Yeah, I guess the business of beauty. 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 <laughs> um, sleeping beauty is our uh, feature. Feature. <laughs> Thanks, baby. Kevin, come on. It's been a long day. <laughs> um, it's our feature. It's made in 1959. Mm-hmm. So, Lady and the Tramp was what 51? Yeah. Yeah. It's quite a Well, you t- you told me it took 6 years for them to produce this thing. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Um it's a it's 75 minutes long, so it's average, yeah. I would say what most of these movies have been. Uh it was the last fairy tale story until Little Mermaid in 1989. The Little Mermaid counts as a fairy tale. Yeah, it's a like a not a Grimm. Maybe it's a Grimm's fairy tale. Or really? Yeah. Okay. Where she like the real version is like quote unquote real. Yeah, the original version. She like turns into sea foam and yeah. And people just eat her. No. Oh, okay. That's weird. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this was a fairy tale, and this was the last one before 1989. Okay. So how many years? Thirty. <laughs> that is solid <laughs> math right there. <laughs> It came out before my brain, yeah. Yeah. And it was made in that, uh, soup, is it Super Technorama? Yes. 70. Super Technorama. It yeah. sounds like a. It's Technorama. No, it sounds like a anime mecha box. Right. <laughs> it's like 70 millimeter widescreen. Yeah. So this is like the type of shit that you would see like Lawrence of Arabia in. <laughs> so it neat, like if they were going to show it like true to what it actually was created in, they would have to have special. Yeah. Like, like a massive equipment. fucking theater. Which, when you see the backgrounds for this, they're, I mean, they're wide. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. It's super wide. Very eloquent. <laughs> um, But yeah, it took $6 million to make this. and uh, It's like by far the most expensive Disney movie to it was, date. It was. Like yep. by far. And then the main character, who is Sleeping Beauty, a.k.a. Aurora, a.k.a. a.k.a. Rose. Rose. Briar Rose. Briar Rose. Rose. (laughs) Brother Rose. Uh, She has about 18 lines of dialogue, and she's on screen for about 18 minutes. Yeah. Okay. That's some fucking uh, Denzel Washington and Training Day shit going on there. Never seen it. Oh, God damn it. Come on. Add to the list. Come the fuck on. (laughs) And Chris was talking about the burbs with Tom Hanks, and I was like, never seen it. What the fuck? Add to the list. Ah, right. That that is absolutely going to be our next podcast because this is actually going by a lot more quickly than I thought it was going to. So we will be done with this. I mean, like sooner than later. I'm sure. Are you just going to call it? Add it to the list. I think uh, that, that's getting trademarked, you fuckers. So don't, don't do even, it. Don't even don't think do about it. it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we have a movie. Yeah, seriously. I mean, Jesus Christ. We we have stuff other than facts at the beginning. We actually did watch it. I promise. <laughs> And I didn't fall asleep. You did fall asleep. No, I didn't. You looked asleep to me. Well, you were really quiet. Looks there. are very Your deceiving. eyelids looked closed. I was in fucking deep thought. Um. So be, so this had a lot of fucking previews on this VHS. Yep. We went through a lot of them. Um, Beauty and the Beast, Enchanted Christmas, direct to VHS, was one of them. Yeah, because those are always great and George, worthwhile. George of the fucking jungle with your boy uh, Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser. Mm-hmm. He doesn't do anything anymore. Don't he's, hate. He's out of the business. No, I'm not hating. I'm just stating a fact. Living on that fat and mummy bankroll. It was uh, what's her face? Leslie Mann. Yeah, I didn't know she'd been around that long. Yeah, I thought she only did Judd Apatow movies. No, she was around way back in the day. I don't know that. So anyway, 
I just wrote down Jesus fucking Christ. It's so many previews. Yeah. <laughs> this may as well be like present day. And then it starts off with the storybook. We've never seen that before. Yeah. They're really going back to the well. Third storybook. Yeah. And this one, though, was like bejeweled, mm-hmm. like bedazzled. <laughs> so it's fancy. It's a tome. Yeah. Um. So there's a narrator and he's just talking about the kingdom and the king and queen have a daughter and they invite everyone out for it. And you can tell right away that it's very stylized. Yeah, yeah. The way the backgrounds and the settings are. Um, at one point, the narrator says homage or hom- homage. 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 And I was like, I don't like this narrator. <laughs> I mean, I didn't like him in general. Yeah. It just I mean, it might not be homage, but. It didn't fit. Yeah. The style. It felt know. out of place. Yeah. Something felt weird about it. Um,. But yeah, so they show uh, Briar. No, she's Aurora. She's Aurora at this point, yes. At this point, she's a baby Aurora. We'll call her Beauty. We'll call her Beauty. (laughs) Beauty. (laughs) Since that's all she's fucking good for. Whoa. Okay. Um, But no, she's in her her cradle, and some neighboring king brings his son, Prince Philip, who's probably like five. I think so, yeah. He looks. Enough to look annoyed. Yeah, he's a kid. He's not not a toddler. No. Not a baby. He's a kid. And they're like, this is going to be your future bride, bro. It's so creepy. Like, prearranged marriages are so creepy. He didn't look too pleased about it either. So at least there's that. So you will be in like 10, 15 years, bro. It'd be weird if he was a kid and he was like, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Right. I'm going to attack that. (laughs) Literally robbing the cradle. Oh. Um, and then we have the three fairies that come in. Yep. Uh, Flora. And that was very, uh, like, jarring to me. Yeah. Because I think, I, I don't know if I've ever actually seen this movie. Okay. And I don't think that I realized it was as magical. Mm-hmm. It, it leaned as much on magic as it does. Because I knew about Maleficent, obviously. But, yeah, I, I, I completely blanked on, yeah. the, on the fairies. So we have Flora, Fauna, and Meriwether. Yes. And they're each going to give her a gift for her life. Birth, yeah. So one of them gives her beauty. The next gives her the gift of song. Mm-hmm. And just as Meriwether is about to give her her gift. Maleficent shows the fuck up. And she's like, boys, why was I not invited? Yeah. And this is why I think this whole entire movie is Meriwether's fault. Because <laughs> she has to go and tell her, you weren't invited. Yeah. And, of course, Maleficent's like... Fuck you guys. Well, let me give this. Uh, th- no, let me give this little fucking baby a curse. Yeah. So hey, you it's know a what? Gift, baby. Yeah. Here, here's your fucking gift. When you turn sixteen, you're gonna prick your finger and fucking die. Yeah. Like that is hardcore. You didn't invite me. Well, I'm killing. Yeah, your daughter. I'm killing your fucking daughter in sixteen years. Yeah. Um, and she's she's pretty menacing. Yeah, I think so. She's, she's a pretty great villain. You would say fierce, but you're a douchebag. I would say, aside from the yellow eyes. Looking pretty fucking good. <laughs> Aside from the green skin. Yeah. No, I can deal with the green skin. I mean, it worked for Zoe Saldana. But. <laughs> Gamora. Um, yeah. That sounds way too much like gonorrhea. <laughs> I Which is the clap, not chlamydia, you guys. Just so you know. <laughs> this has been straight facts this episode. That's how we roll. Um, so, yeah. So then Meriwether has a chance to give her her gift. Which, which is like, you're not actually going to die. Yeah, you're just going to go into a fucking coma instead. I'll just instead. soften the blow for yeah, you. Because we can't counteract the magic because she's far too powerful for whatever fucking reason. Like, what good are you three gals is what I want to know. And also, why 
does this specific family have three fucking fairies? Why are they so special? But you know what? At least they brought him in now and not like Well, absolutely. Yeah. Where she just fucking shows up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But no, Meriwether softens the blow. Uh, for what I'm, what I read before Maleficent was going to come, she was going to give her the gift of happiness. Okay. Why they couldn't give her the gift of brains? Maybe that would have helped the situation. Well, not necessarily, because I, I think it's it's a pretty positive thing to not have her be depressed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just to save her that fucking trouble. So since Maleficent's curse is that uh, Sleeping Beauty. By the time she like is sixteen, is sixteen, she will prick her finger on a, a spinning wheel. Yeah. They start burning all the spindles. <laughs> it's like a, that's a decree from the king. It was so metal. It was like a metal. Yeah, cover. I was gonna say. It was, yeah, <laughs> it's like a, a, a freaking funeral pyre type of thing. Yeah. I think the king was just insider trading, and like he had like money in the stock market and like clothing. So you burn all this shit, you know. You got your clothes from somewhere. Really, he's fucking banking. <laughs> Um, so, <laughs> or maybe Maleficent does. I don't know. I don't even there, know there's some it. fucking sick ass stock shit going on here. I do wonder what what does she want? I don't know. What is her angle? What yeah. is she angling at? Because like, if you're is she a queen, is yeah, she a if witch? you're like, if you're this fucking all powerful like sorceress, what the fuck do you care about this fucking royal family? Like, who cares? Yeah. You you have all these creepy ass fucking trolls and because she never says like she wants to take over their kingdom yeah no she's just like yeah she, I'm, she, ups- I'm I'm offended she just has a grudge I yeah. guess I don't know I think Wolfson anyway. needs a guy <laughs> I did think that too I was like she's lonely in that she tower needs, she needs to get in real big she's just misunderstood <laughs> Malif understood Malif understood so the three fairies are brainstorming how they can solve this crisis and keep this curse from happening and the one is like, let's turn her into a flower. And obviously that's stupid. Yeah. So then they decide that they're going to take her out into the woods yep. in a cottage and pretend to be three women that live together. <laughs> lesbians. No. And no. Three men and a baby worked and those dudes were not banging each other. I don't think. You don't know Ted Danson? Behind really? It was a different time. Was it Ted Danson? I think it was. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Was that really the only option? No. Like, let's take her out into the woods. That's that's the only option for hijinks. Take her away from her family. Yeah. Make her an orphan. Yeah. She's gonna have all these issues well, like, her whole life. Yeah. The the impetus for this was because they didn't want to they don't want to use their magic at all. So they were gonna they were gonna get, give their wands and stow them away and become normal people for the next sixteen years and raise. Uh, now, now Briar Rose. Now, now Briar Rose. Yep. Briar Rose. <laughs> um, and 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 since they wouldn't be using their magic, Maleficent wouldn't know where she's at, so she wouldn't be able to sabotage. Listen, to all y'all, and you know, <laughs> and and kill uh, Briar Rose. I mean, I guess it's better she's raised away from her parents than dead. Well, yeah, because arranged marriages are pretty awful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, she would have needed that happiness for that arranged marriage, I guess. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Um, so we cut to Maleficent, who isn't happy because for 16 years almost, they've been looking for this kid. For, for a baby. They've been looking specifically <laughs> yeah. for a baby. Because her henchman's like, we've checked all the cradles. And she's like, cradles? And then she's like, ah, ha, ha. You morons! Yeah. You fools. <laughs> fools. Um, so, yeah. So then she tells her raven crow thing, mm-hmm. whose name is Diablo, by the way. And uh, she tells Diablo, you know, why don't you check around and see if you can find a woman, girl, who looks like she's 16. And if you don't fail me. Yeah. <laughs> don't fail me now. 
Um, so back to the cottage with the three fairies. They're not fairies anymore. The ladies. And Briar Rose, who is going to turn 16. Yep. And they send her off to pick some berries because they want to give her a gift. And the gift is they want to make her a dress. And a birthday cake. And a birthday cake. So you're telling me. Okay. <laughs> first, let me say this. Everything goes horribly wrong. Yeah, because these fucking witch these I, I keep on to call them witches. Yeah. These fairies are fucking useless, you guys. They went sixteen years yeah. of no magic and haven't learned how to fucking sew. Or cook. Or cook. Well, I think Meriwether might know how, but they just But they don't let her. Yeah. 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 And the the one with the green she's just fucking nitwit. Really? The green one? I didn't think well, yeah, I guess when she's making the cake, but she's dumb as a box of rocks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Briar Rose is out just swinging a basket around, going to look for berries. <laughs> Chilling with all the animals. Starts opera as, singing. As princesses in the Disney universe yeah. do. She opera sings. It brings all the boys to the yard. <laughs> and, um, yeah, Prince Philip is around gallivanting on a horse whose horse looks like its legs might just snap because <laughs> they're so thin. He's, Stylization. He's in good shape. Practicality. Um,. But his horse ends up, like, jumping in. Does it jump in water? He yeah, falls he's jumping in. water, and uh, your boy falls off. Yeah, he falls in. So he hangs up his cape and his hat and his, takes off his boots. And so he's skinny dipping. Yeah, he is. <laughs> and uh, he's the dick wet. <laughs> a little more interesting than uh, Prince Charming. And, uh, yeah, I think so. The first prince, when, yeah. back when they didn't know how to draw men. <laughs> um, <and> so, <laughs> he doesn't have a pot belly. <laughs> <laughs> Not a sack of flour. Right. <laughs> um, so, <Book> jerk. <laughs> as this is going on, Briar Rose is telling the animals that uh, she met someone, and he was so handsome, and they fell in love, and blah blah blah. But then she woke up. So then she starts singing "Once Upon a Dream," and uh, the animals are like strutting. In uh, the prince's clothes because they found those. It's fucking awesome. Well, they were dry. So, yeah. Like the the squirrels, the hat, the owl has the cape on, and the rabbits are in the boots, and they're just strutting. <laughs> and she's dancing with them. And as she turns away and turns back in, uh, the prince is there because he heard her singing. Yeah. And he just cuts you her. Yes. This strange dude just puts his hands on her. I'm like, whoa! Get the fuck out of my song, bro! Right? Like, and out of my space. Yeah. I'm 16. <laughs> so, Brett Kavanaugh, I mean, um, yeah. So, is this Indiana? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's probably what he was asking. Are like, where to, are we again? Is this okay? Are we back to Roy Moore and riding on horses? <laughs> <laughs> so, well, this, this horse didn't look like it did not want him on, so I, I don't think it's true. that. Yeah. That horse had a nice personality. Samson? Yeah. Samson. He had a name. Samson Simson. Samson. And Samson. <laughs> So he's like, yeah, you know, don't you know me? We've met bef- once before in, in a, a dream. dream. And I was oh, like, damn. Dude. He's smooth. God damn. You wouldn't fall for it? No. No? I mean, like. She's naive, I, though. Well, I was going to say, do you really need to roll out the pickup lines on a chick that's as green as she is? Like, she's probably never met a dude in her but life. But she just thinks he's fucking suavecito now. Mm, yeah, so. I guess. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So she, they, like, walk off to, like, a cliff edge to watch the sun or i don't know what they're doing yeah (laughs) sounds normal she like puts her head on his shoulder and they're (laughs) just like romantically sightseeing the world i don't know Uh. um 
And he asked her for her name, and she was like, it's... And then she's like, oh, no, I can't tell you my name. Never. Yeah. And then she starts running away, and he's like, when will I see you again? She's like, never. And he's like, never? And she's like, well, maybe. And he was like, tomorrow? And she's like, this evening. Oh, my so God. So I was like, what are they going to do she's this evening? She's a bad negotiator. What are they going to do this evening? Mm-hmm. I think you can mm-hmm. guess. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. going to play Scrabble. She's thirsty. <laughs> Scrabble. <laughs> Twister. <laughs> and um, back at the cabin. We have these useless bitches. <laughs> useless bitches. And Meriwether's like, you guys fucking are terrible. Like, yeah, let me on. make this dress. Let me make this cake. She's I'll get like, it done. Let's go get the fucking wands. And so they get them. But they make sure first to close all the windows and doors and plug up holes. Well, no, 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 no. You, you skipped. Because what they start to do is, uh, is it, is it Fauna? She's the green one? I don't know. Fauna and I think Flora mm-hmm. is the, uh, the orange one, the leader. Well, Flora tries to make the dress mm-hmm. instead of Meriwether, and Fauna tries to make the cake. And they are both fucking awful yeah, the at dress this shit. It looks awful. It's worse than Cinderella's yeah. first pink dress, if like, that's even possible. Significantly worse. It's not that bad. It's not that fucking bad, okay? <laughs> but the cake is a joke. Like, it's drooping. Candles are going everywhere. It fucking melts into nothingness. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and then Meriwether says, guys, what are we even doing right now? Yeah. Stop fucking around. Let's get the wands. We'll close everything up. Maleficent yep. will never know. And we'll get uh, Br'er Rose her shit. And this is why, once again, it's Meriwether's fucking fault. Because she wanted to use magic. Yeah, you take the easy way out. This is what happens. And they People started, die. They, and Meriwether and Flora started arguing about the color of the dress mm-hmm. and changing it colors. And then they have, like, a color fight. Yeah, like a, a, a magic spell off. Yeah, they're, like, shooting pink and blue at each other. And I was like, ladies, just make it fucking purple. Seriously. <laughs> Did you never take color theory? Probably not. <laughs> um, and so they're having this fight with magic, and the magic ends up going up the chimney, yep. which they forgot about, and now there's pink and blue coming out the it chimney. Basically, it basically looks like fireworks it's basically, coming out of the forest. It's basically Meriwether's fault again. <laughs> so they're doing this. Briar Rose comes home. They reveal the dress and the cake, and she's so happy because it's the best oh, day ever because is, she's met someone. This is the most legit. Oh, in her whole 16 years. And they tell her, well, honey, like, you can't because you're already engaged to a prince. Yeah. And she was like, how? And they just dropped the bombshell, like... <laughs> you're a fucking princess. Yeah. We took in you- the middle of nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's kind of... Yeah. And so Briar Rose runs upstairs and flings herself onto a bed and cries. Yeah, because that that always works. To be 16 again. (laughs) I wouldn't want to be. And then we cut to the castle and we have the two kings. Briar Rose, or Aurora's dad. (laughs) Fuck, whatever. And then Prince Philip's dad. And Prince Philip's dad is scheming. Yeah. He was like, oh, our kids are going to have a castle. I got the plans right here. She's going to live there. And then. We're going to get grandkids like right away. It's like the, the Briar Rose's dad was like, wait a second. Like you're trying to take my daughter away from me? I haven't even seen yeah. her. What the fuck do you think happened? And that castle's dude? already built. Like, you literally and, already gave her away. Yeah. So. so then they start arguing. And during all this, they're drinking wine. And there's a musician who keeps kind of like siphoning off. Yeah. <laughs> he has a drinking problem. I think that so. Musician. Yeah. And, uh, so yeah, so they're arguing and then they end up laughing about things because kings are weird. <laughs> and Prince Philip talks to his dad and he tells him. I found someone. Yeah, this arranged marriage isn't happening. I, I met a peasant girl. I'm in love. And his dad's like, a peasant girl? That's a nobody. <laughs> 
And Prince is trying to tell him, well, Dad, it's the, it's like the 14th century now. Come on, get with it. Well, you can't just marry one of the poors. Yeah, right? They're nobody. Yeah, so that's going on. And the fairies are trying to get uh, Briar Rose. I guess we can call her Aurora now. Yeah, Sleeping probably. Sleeping Beauty, whatever. Yeah, just call her Beauty. It's Be- easier. No, because Beauty is just feels weird. Why? It's the fucking title of the movie. That's the name of my dad's pony. Okay. It's just a, it's, a, it's like a name for a pet. Which, okay. By the way, what? Well, how much? How much dialogue does she have in here? All the times that Maleficent was like my pet. <laughs> just wanted to point that out. Um. So yeah, Briar Rose Aurora is super upset because I mean it's pretty awful to find out that you're a princess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they lead her back to the castle in dark. And she's in a cloak, and the sun is about to set. And they put her in a room. By herself. By herself. For whatever fucking reason. Yeah. Because we've established these fairies are very good at their job. Yeah. And she hears her name and this weird green orb thing appears. Whatever could that be? Yeah. And it opens up a wall in the chimney that she can go through. And she's entranced this she's entire like time. She's a zombie. Yeah. It's kind of creepy. Well, yeah. Yeah. And that's when the fairies are like, oh, no, we left her in there by herself. Maleficent. Ah. So they go in and they try and chase her. And she's being led up this tower mm-hmm. where at the end of this tower is where Maleficent has put this the spinning wheel. Spinning wheel. It's like enchanted. Or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. And Touch it. She touches it. And then she's fucking uh, quasi dead. Yeah. Comatose. Yeah. You know, couldn't they have just waited an extra day to tell her that she's a princess? Like, you couldn't just wait one more day. Yeah, I don't know. Really I don't know what the, any of their motivations the are. Anyway, these fairies are fucking useless. There is a point where they're trying to follow her through the uh, fireplace because the wall sealed yeah. back up. And they're, like, banging on it and pushing And then eventually it. they just use the wand they're to like, open oh, it up. wait. And then they use their fucking wand. So why didn't you just do that from the start? Oh, my God. So, yeah, so she's asleep, and the fairies decide that in order for the town to not suffer... They just make everybody go to sleep <laughs> until she wakes up. So like, holy shit. They, they're not strong enough to defeat Maleficent's curse. But, but they're they strong can- enough to fucking sleep an entire, like, castle in town. And they, and they put all the lights out. Yeah. And stop the well, water. Well, so they fountain, can sleep, yeah. I guess. I don't you don't, know. Want, you don't want people pissing themselves. As they're putting the Prince Philip's king dad person to sleep, uh, he kind of lets it out that Prin- Prince Philip wants to marry a peasant girl mm-hmm. who he met once upon a dream. And they're like, oh my God, that's Aurora. So they go off to the cabin to see if they can find Prince Philip. Mm-hmm. Except that Prince Philip does go to the cabin, but. He gets Malefic- owned. Yeah, Maleficent's there. <laughs> Waiting. <laughs> Are you asleep at this point? No, I saw it. Oh, yeah. You better stop it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, my notes are not about any of this right now. <laughs> no, because I stopped taking notes because oh. I know this movie by heart. Mm. Um, no, so Prince Philip is captured and Maleficent takes him to the dungeon in her castle, which is a creepy fucking castle. It's like <laughs> yeah, falling, that's that's a real shocker. It's like falling apart. She's got those like monkey things from Wizard of Oz there, mm-hmm. and uh, so the fairies are like, we can't go there, but they have to because Prince Philip's in the dungeon. So the fairies go, they make their way into the dungeon, and they free him. 
And they give him like a sword of truth and, and a, a shield. shield of courage or I don't yeah. know. The, the tools to, you know, beat Maleficent. Yeah. So the raven, Diablo, has seen that the fairies are there. So mm-hmm. he sounds the alarm. And so all her henchmen are after Prince Philip. And he climbs out the window. And then he, like, jumps down. His horse is there. And then he flees. And Maleficent decides to enchant the castle grounds where mm-hmm. Sleeping Beauty is. Were you asleep? No. Okay. And <laughs> all these giant, like, thorny vine things yeah. cover the whole castle. And at this point, the animation changes. Yeah. Because this movie is costing so much money, and there's new technology being developed, which is xerography, keyword Xerox, as in the Xerox copy machine. <laughs> and so there are some scenes when Prince Philip is going to the castle, and you can tell the animation is cheaper. Yeah. Yeah. Did you notice it at all? Uh, a little bit. Okay. So, yeah, so that's going on. Um, but he, he makes it to the castle, and then he makes it through, like, the thorns, and Maleficent's just pissed about this. <laughs> so she turns herself into a dragon. Because why wouldn't you? I mean, that I just know. makes sense. It just... You have all these fucking henchmen, but you're like, yeah, I'm just going to do this myself. You have myself. all this fucking magic. Jesus Christ. And you're like, I'm just going to turn into yeah. a dragon. So um, they kind of battle, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then the fairies show up and enchant his sword to fly with... I don't even yeah. know. <laughs> Just to fly. Yeah. And he fucking throws it, and it goes right into her heart. Yep. And that's that. And she's like, ah! Falls her fucking death. She uses the same scream. Yep. The same scream of uh, the Wicked Witch and... The Queen. The Queen. The Evil Queen. When she falls off the cliff. And Snow White. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I was getting there. I know. <laughs> um, the, so, uh, the, 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 the queen, the, the person from uh, that movie, the first one. Uh, so the scream from the evil queen witch person in yeah. Snow White when she falls off the cliff is the same scream you hear when the sword goes through Maleficent. Dragon <laughs> Maleficent. Maleficent's dead, you guys. Just dead. Yeah. Um, Sorry, Angelina Jolie. We never saw that movie. <laughs> I, don't any, I don't have any plans to watch right. live action Disney movies. Damn. Um. So, yeah, he runs up into the castle and mm. just kisses Sleeping Beauty. And, and then it. her eyes open and she has this smile that slowly forms. And it's the creepiest fucking thing. <laughs> it was weird. Um, and then they go down and dance and get married. And then the fairies fight over the color of her dress. Yeah. Until it ends. Yeah. It ends up being pink. Yeah. <laughs> it's pink. Hashtag, it's pink. Uh, again, they could have just made it purple because... Six million dollars. Yeah, it seems like a lot in 1959. On that movie. Yeah. Six million dollars. Uh, it was the most expensive Disney film, just like we said earlier. Twice as expensive as each of the three previous films, which is Alice, Peter Pan, mm-hmm. and Lady and the Tramp. Yeah, and in the initial release, it made 5.3 million. So if any of you are scoring at home, that is still a loss of seven hundred thousand dollars before nineteen sixty. Yeah, which they ended up over the years in re-releases and rentals, making yeah. the money back because it ends up being the second highest-grossing film of that ye- that came from that year behind yep. Ben Hur, yep. which I also haven't seen. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean the the initial release, the initial hit they took was so bad, like they the company posted a loss, like its first annual loss in a decade. For fiscal year in 1960. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. that's 
That's big. And they had to slash the animation personnel from 551 to just 75 in yeah. the following year. And in fact, Disney was advised to pull out of animation altogether and concentrate on TV and theme parks instead. So bad. Right? But if you think about it, they are spreading themselves thin with now they're doing live action movies. Well, yeah. Now he's building Walt Disney Land. Or, yeah, Disneyland. Yeah. So, speaking of Disneyland, they were modeling the Disneyland castle after Sleeping Beauty's castle to mm. tie it in. Yeah. Uh-huh, doing the cross promotion. <laughs> yeah. Didn't work, apparently. Um, let's talk about what the critics thought of this. Who? Who, what what yeah, critic where, would we possibly use? Where are our royalties coming from, Mr. Bosley Crother? Yeah. <laughs> of the New York Times. Of the New York Times. He says, the colors are rich, the sounds are luscious, and magic spark... Excuse me. And magic sparkles spurt charmingly from wands. But, he said, the princess looks so much like Snow White, they could be a couple of Miss Rheingolds separated by three or four years, and she has the same magical rapport with the little creatures of the woods. The witch is the same slant-eyed Circe who worked her evil on Snow White, and the three good fairies could be maiden sisters of the misogynistic <laughs> Yes! Get it, Bosley! I do want to point out that a Miss Rheingold, because I had to look it up, is like the female mascot of some beer company back then. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Bosley gets it done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just knows how to fucking cut right to it. Yeah. Yeah. Variety said some of the best parts of the picture are those dealing with the three good fairies spoken and sung by Verna Felton, Barbara Jo Allen and Barbara Luddy. New York Daily Daily News called it enchanting. <laughs> and it had Oscar and Grammy nominations for music. Yep. So, woo. Hmm. Nice job, boys. Who went first last time? Um, Probably you. Yeah? Yeah. Do you want to go? Oh, yeah, I did because I fucking hated Alice in Wonderland. You're right. Alice in Wonderland wasn't the last one that we just did. Oh, yeah. So then it was Lady and the Tramp. Yeah. Did I go that time? No, I think I think you went first. I think you went oh, first. Well, you just go. Okay. Um. Yeah, like I said, going into this, I am pretty sure that I hadn't seen it before. And the only thing that I'd ever really associated with it was just essentially just Malefic- Maleficent and the colors. Like lots of purples and greens. That's villain colors. Yeah, which is which is fine. It's it's very memorable. Um, it's definitely got a very distinct style as compared to the other ones. And I don't mean that as a slight to anything else. It's just this is very. It has a look. Yes. Um, and that's by design, obviously. Uh, I thought I'm I'm kind of with Bosley as far as the uh, the subject matter goes. It is a lot like Snow White in that way. Um, but I think, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it because I thought that she herself did not have a lot of personality. Uh, I didn't think that her dad and mom had a lot of personality kind of like in, uh, at least with Cinderella, it had a, a, a similar theme with the royalty and with regards to their children. But I felt like his dad had a lot more personality and then he had Lady Tremaine. So did Cinderella. He had Lady Tremaine as well. And while I think that Maleficent is a really memorable villain, uh, motivation-wise, I don't see it. I don't see it at all. The The story is very thin, and aside from stylizing, there's just not a lot to it, Yeah. really. Um, the, the ending, as with a lot of things, is pretty anticlimactic, with Maleficent just kind of dying real quick, and the prince just getting right there, kissing her, game over, it's all done. So I think overall I liked it, 
but it's not uh I don't think I don't think they got their money's worth no. as far as as far as what they had put put their money into it. Um, Which was probably the backgrounds because well, they yeah. said they were taking them week. Like it took a week to do a background. Yeah, it, it, it took six years to make this movie, which is you know that's a long ass time for an animated film. And it was cool after the movie seeing the the making of. Mm-hmm. It kind of gave me more of an appreciation for, like I said, the stylizing, where they got their inspirations from, things like that. Uh, yeah. But just but just overall, I wasn't uh, I wasn't as impressed with this as I had been with. Uh, at least a couple of the ones that we've seen even recently. Yeah, so when you see Lady and the Tramp and then you see this, mm-hmm. it's like... It's very stark. Um, but the real question, babe, is Aurora one of your girls? Uh, I don't think she has enough personality. Yeah. Oh, that's so sweet. No, I mean, like... <laughs> I mean, she looks good. Yeah. But I, I don't know. You would take Maleficent over... I think so. Yeah. I think so. Yes, you Keep them horns off me. <laughs> or put them on you. No. Yeah. So what did you think? Um. So, yeah. I mean, obviously, I've seen this movie a few times when I was younger, but it didn't hold up for me. Yeah. Uh, I knew the historical significance of it that it nearly... I don't want to use the word bankrupt Disney, but it was financially is very bad for them. Um, And especially because what it's going to lead into, Mm -hmm. I know why it's so important. (laughs) Um, It's definitely style over substance. Yeah. Uh, this is the only Disney movie that has square and rectangular trees. <laughs> Why is that a th- Like, what does that even mean? It's just the stylization, like, the way... Because they, they stylized it after some old, like, medieval... Whether it's tapestries yeah. or paintings, I'm not sure. But it's just the style that it's done of in. Of the era. Yeah. Yeah. Um, those backgrounds were so labor-intensive. And I think... I don't know if it was just the one guy that was working on him, whose name I can't think of, because yeah. he is important and I can't think of it. It's Ivan something, I believe, but yeah. it's spelled like E-Y-V-A, yeah, yeah. I believe. Um, this is the third time they're going back to the well on this princess story. Mm-hmm. And it's like, couldn't you tweak it a little? Yeah, I feel like there had to have been something that they could have done. Yeah, because Cinderella, I think, like, yeah, there's similarities between Cinderella and Snow White. But Cinderella felt like a refreshing take yeah. on Snow White. And and that's not to completely absolve it because we know, no. like... There, there are thin things to Cinderella as well, yeah. especially with the climax, but, this, but she has a personality. But this does feel very stale. Yeah. Um, the pacing could get slow at times. Briar Rose, like you said, she doesn't do much. She barely talks. Um, the song Once Upon a Dream, like that's a memorable song that comes from this. So like it has that. Uh, Prince Philip is more personality than past princess, princes. Excuse me. Um <laughs> If they had just gifted her smarts, a lot of this wouldn't have uh-huh. happened. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't have time. Yeah. She didn't want her to straight up die. Guys, this is what happens when you prioritize beauty over smarts. <laughs> just know this. You're going to look good for 16 years, though. <laughs> <laughs> During your high school years. Right. <laughs> all goes downhill after that. Um, there was this really stark contrast for me between the hyper-realism and like, when there was close-ups of the animals on tree branches. Mm-hmm. Those branches looked almost photorealistic, but then the animals are cartoony, so, like, the juxtaposition of it was, I don't know, it didn't work for me. Yeah. And then 
their xerography when they brought that in, and I will talk about what xerography is more so in the next episode. Um, but it's it's jarring the quality of animation. There's a shot where the fairies are going into the dungeon, mm-hmm. and because they're drawn so small, their eyes are just black dots. Yes. Like, it was just, like, that's not the xerography portion of it, yeah. but it's, like, there is some animation discrepancies in quality. Yeah, and especially with as much work and time as they yeah. put into it. And I do know, I, I was telling you earlier, um, like, we don't talk about what we think about the movie, but I'll kind of, like, tell you facts. Um, the scene where she's dancing with the animals and the prince comes in was redone for times that's part of what ate up the budget right. is because walt just like he just didn't think it was right yeah so they kept redoing it so yeah so that ate up part of the budget um i mean i i like it it's got some historical use i don't mm-hmm. know there are things i like about it there's things i don't like about it was it the best no was it the worst no well where would you rank it then because this is this is movie number 20 for us you guys yeah this is number 20 yeah um, hmm. talk talk it out, babe. This is like, who wants to be a millionaire? <laughs> can talk it out. Yeah. Can I phone a friend? Yeah. <laughs> He's a well, lifeline. Well, well, Peter Pan had the racist Indian stuff, and um, and Bambi had the terrible characters. But <laughs> Peter Pan, I think, had better characters. Yeah, absolutely. So I think for me, yeah, because would you say fucking Maleficent is better than Captain Hook? Absolutely not. No. No. <laughs> but I do really like, like, you can tell there's emotion there mm-hmm. with, like, the boys want to go home yep. and, Wendy and Wendy misses her mom. So at least that's evoking some sort of emotion out mm-hmm. of you where this had, there's no feelings yep. in this except for me being like, why are you so fucking stupid? <laughs> you have magic wands. Ah. Um. So, yeah. So I just have to decide. I, I do. Oh, do I like it better than Snow White? That's. I think I do like it better than Snow White. I think it's just because, as a kid, I liked this movie yeah. more than Snow White. So we'll just go with that. So it's deciding if I like it better than Three Caballeros and Reluctant Dragon. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think I'll just... I'd put it after Peter Pan and before... Really? I don't, I don't know. You, you do what you want, man. You do you, baby. This is why I actually did my rankings well. So I don't have to debate stuff like this. Shut up. <laughs> because Three Caballeros is funnier. That's yeah, the, yeah, it's personal preference. Yeah, don't let these people hate on you, babe. You're the only one that hates on me. I know, <laughs> and everybody cares. gets to hear it too. Nobody cares about my reading. <laughs> um, three caballeros, reluctant dragon. God damn it! See, because I already know where I'm putting uh, tell it. Tell us, and yours. it's super easy. Tell us yours. Yeah, so my top, as usual, is Pinocchio number one, Dumbo coming at number two, uh, Lady and the Tramp at number three, number four is Cinderella. Number five is Peter Pan. Uh, number six is Bambi, and number seven is Snow White. So that's your that's your major features before you start getting into the the excellence of package film that is Ichabod and Toad. I would put it right behind Snow Bambi, oh. but right in front of Snow White because I think Snow White, uh, for all of the importance mm-hmm. of it, suffers from all the same problems that this one does. But this has I think just as memorable characters, and I think that Maleficent is a more memorable and probably better villain than yes. the Evil Queen is. Yep. So. Yeah. Yeah. I and think, art art direction and everything like that as well. Yeah, I think I'm going to put it behind Three Caballeros just because it's a more entertaining movie. Yep. 
and uh, but before Reluctant Dragon, just because that's kind of a an odd film, and it's in a weird spot. Yeah. And now I regret that. But what can I do? That's, that's how it happens. Um, so, <laughs> so yeah, so mine's number seven now. Sleeping Beauty. I'm typing it in if you hear clicking. Mm-hmm. And yours was after Bambi. Mine will also be seven. So right behind oh. Bambi, but right ahead of Snow White. I guess that uh, kind of worked out. <laughs> Kevin. This is 20 episodes. That's pretty damn good. Yeah. I don't even know what our next short is because (laughs) my PowerPoint ends, my organization ends at episode 20. Well, you have all week to do this. Yeah. So I have to do the next 10 this (laughs) week to organize them all. But our next film is 101 Dalmatians. And I am pretty excited about that. Get your motherfucking pencil lines on, boys. I wrote a whole paper on this in college. (laughs) I'm so excited. Add us, guys. At me, bro. <laughs> DTV Disney on Twitter, Instagram. Subscribe, rate, review. Don't. You're already getting ready to yell, aren't no, you? I'm not. Don't yell. I wouldn't do that, babe. Guys, God. Uh, thank you to those who've left us reviews on iTunes. We really appreciate it. And tell all your friends. And don't you know that Disney is a business? And business is good. Don't touch me. <laughs> don't touch me. Goodbye. Go away. <laughs> no.